pain heals. Chicks dig scars. Glory lasts forever. I am dangerous. It's like fishing with dynamite. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take the favorite. <laughs> Be like, oh, they're gonna win by one. <laughs> Back doors are not secrets. If you want this weekend's winners. Listen to the call stands. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are back for week number two. The call stands is up and running again. Apologize for being so late this week. I am all out of sorts. Uh, Labor Day kind of threw me off, and uh, this week, every time I think I got everything dialed in, I don't. Tried to put this together last. Actually, I tried to put this together. Thursday afternoon didn't work. I tried Thursday night and I was exhausted. So here we are, Friday morning, better late than never. Try to get some winners out to you. Uh, apologize if I'm out of breath. Uh, let's see, what was I doing? I was doing some push-ups to try to get fired up for this podcast. Uh, listening to the uh, Rocky II training music. I think that is one of the best training montages around all you youngsters who think creed was good which it was go watch rocky 2 uh you should be able to get fired up uh rocky 4 is a close second and um i'm definitely uh, showing my age there but that's okay because nothing beats the rocky so a uh, word of advice do not do push-ups right before you try to broadcast your podcast <laughs> anyway so i'll try to uh get this in check uh yeah like i said busy week what my kids in total i got two kids and they're totally playing uh, five sports so it's kind of nutty you probably think i'm a crazy parent uh my daughter's playing three of those sports her choice left it up to her she said yes yes and yes she's a uh, quite the athlete and i'm helping coaching two of those so sometimes i get a little tired and i can't record when i want to but um it's interesting, uh, totally go off sidetrack here and give you some life advice. Stay out of club sports as long as you can. Uh, volunteer, coach your kids, help out. It's a lot of fun. And I'm noticing uh, through the years, you don't really get the ROI on the club sports so far. It's a major, major business and not so much development like they will. Have you believe? So there's my little soapbox Life advice going forward, keep your kids in wreck as long as you can. Uh, so where are we? Here, where, where are we? I got my Starbucks. I'm all amped up and breathing heavy, so hopefully that will settle down here in a minute. Of course, the morning I try to record, I have a little cough, so I will try to keep those limited uh, for you as well. So uh, I was going to make fun of Starbucks. You know, I don't uh, go there very often. And I'm not sure how to order. I don't even know the uh, names. And I say, just give me the large or give me the biggest. And uh, I went ahead and uh, Googled what all these mean. Actually turns out to be pretty simple. Uh, I didn't know it was Italian for uh, ounces. So you got your tall, your grande, your vente, and your trenta. So I now know that I need to order the trenta. But it's funny. If I go in the Starbucks and I order the large, what are they actually giving me? Are they giving me the tall or the grande? I don't know. But uh, I just say, give me the biggest one because I need to be caffeinated up so there you go there's your italian uh, language lesson for the week 
Okay, so let's get back to football. Uh, I believe the call stands did fairly well last week. We'll have to uh, go through the recap here real quick. Uh, I had those Thursday games out. I went 2-0, so that was an outstanding start. I sent out the Oklahoma State under 72 on Friday. Unfortunately, that was a big loss. Um, The Corvallis nerves or the strangeness of Corvallis only lasted about a week. And Oklahoma State came out and pretty much pummeled uh, the Beavers. Who can't tackle? Uh, that was a. I don't. I don't. I'm listening to a bunch of other stuff, and people like court the the Beaver defense. I, did they watch the same game I did? I know Oklahoma State can run, but man, uh, the Beavers can't tackle at all. So it should be interesting when they go to Hawaii this week. The overs looking pretty good there, but anyway, that was a loss. Uh, next up was we had the Kentucky under sixty one. Again, uh, this is one of those uh, hindrances of sending out picks later in the week. I think you could have got it at 62 earlier in the week and wound up pushing. Unfortunately, the uh, backups for Kentucky could not hold Toledo uh, one more time. And honestly, I didn't expect Kentucky to score 38. So that was another loss. So that's okay because the rest of the way we did great. Again, uh, let's see, Ole Miss and Memphis. Well, there was two problems here, right? Because uh, Ole Miss, you could have got five and a half early in the week. I sent it out as a five. Uh, that wound up being a push. But uh, Ole Miss decided to allow a safety to get the push or else we would have won that and it would have been uh, an outstanding week. Uh, Stanford Northwestern under 47 and a half. Never a doubt. A lot of running. A lot of tackling. Uh, one of the greatest uh, backdoor covers ever, depending on which side you're on. Uh, yeah, because that was kind of funny last week. I know I was flip-flopping back and forth. I think Stanford wound up covering that because of that crazy uh, last-second fumble. But the under, never a doubt. Uh, BC, plus four and a half. Home dog, Virginia Tech came in, and BC wound up winning that game outright. Pretty simple. Then we had the big two numbers, uh, LSU. She's just clobbered G Southern. I don't think they huddled at all. Burroughs had an amazing game, covered that 27.5, pretty simple, along with Texas. Uh, took Law Tech to the woodshed. I think these, a lot of people thought they were going to look ahead to each other. I think these two teams have something to prove. They came out and said, uh, yeah, we're going to score. We're going to run these offenses. We're not going to look ahead. I think that's uh, that's good coaching right there. And that should be an outstanding matchup uh, tomorrow, LSU versus Texas. Uh, So there was two wins there. And lastly, uh, Fresno State uh, dropped behind 14-0 pretty quick, but then uh, battled back. Not sure if that had anything to do with the uh, JT Daniels injury or not. I I know I uh, rag on USC a lot, but I never want to see a kid get hurt and uh, be out for the season. So... I feel bad for that, but uh, Fresno State battled back, had a uh, 10-0 fourth quarter to uh, get us that cover easy, and actually uh, had a chance to win the game, but uh, just a little, the safety kind of tricked him into throwing that pass and intercepted it, but um, I do like the late night uh, games on grass. I love the teams, especially when they come out in the white uniforms, crisp and clean, and then by the uh, middle of the fourth quarter, they're just dirty and wet. And um, I think that's pretty cool when they 
leave it out onto the field. But uh, pretty, you know, it was an entertaining game for uh, for late night, so that was nice. Uh, so there we go. Uh, overall, including Thursdays and Fridays games, uh, the call stands starts the season 7-2-1. So let's rock and roll. I think uh, I gave the lean on Nevada and the under, so that would have been gone 1-1 one one last week. But uh, officially... The call stands is 7-2-1, so we are going to tread lightly in this week, too, because um, tough, tough picking, right? I think Vegas is getting super smart, so we will uh, try to get through that. Uh, what else? What else do I want to talk about? So we got the uh, life lesson. We talked about Starbucks. It's Friday, so it's uh, kind of weird to talk about last week, but, you know, we'll just... Um, Got to have you yell at me somehow, and let's argue. Uh, let's see. Administratively, you can email me at thecallstands at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter at thecallstands15. Again, I apologize getting this out so late, but it is Friday morning, so you should be able to listen to this by lunchtime and certainly your drive home to get all of your winners tomorrow. So let's see, we had Big Noon Saturday kickoff last weekend. I did not watch much of it because like, I, I'm tired of the ESPN game day. It's just too much, and they don't even really pick games correctly. They don't break them down. I mean, come on, people watch that stuff for gambling, and the fact they don't recognize that it just uh, blows my mind, even though everybody else talks about gambling. Uh, I saw a little bit of, of a halftime show, and you know, Urban Meyer is so monotone drives me nuts i don't think reggie bush adds much to that brady quinn and urban meyer uh, arguing was kind of funny but i gotta assume urban meyer is just biding his time to get back in coaching i just don't understand why that man is uh, still around uh but it's interesting so this weekend the big noon saturday show will precede the army michigan game so is urban meyer gonna literally sit there and not say michigan for an hour is he that immature? I mean, you're an analyst now. You got to separate yourself. And also, they will be the halftime show. So is he not going to say Michigan when he's uh, breaking down their plays and how they're waxing army? So this should uh, this should be interesting to see how this plays out. Hopefully, those are just stupid rumors, and he's a little more mature than that, and will say the word Michigan. But. Um, couple things I saw last weekend. Uh, let's see. USF, the University of Southern Florida. Wow, they were uh, they were coming on strong like UCF. And, man, talk about strong. Uh, Tar- Charlie Strong has pretty much ruined that program, has he not? Almost like he ruined Texas. Uh, I believe including that Wisconsin bashing, uh, he is now 0-8 in his last eight games. So my money's on he gets fired midseason unless he turns this around. Because when you're uh, going for a field goal to avoid the shutout, even though you know you're going to lose your eighth game in a row, uh, you got bigger things to worry about than shutouts. So let's, um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Uh, so I like when South Florida was fun and going over and and Charlie Strong has uh, ruined that program. So hopefully they're looking for a new one. So the uh, ACC Network uh, was supposed to launch. 
and a bunch of games, a bunch of ACC in-conference games started the uh, year off, which was pretty awesome, and no one could watch them. <laughs> Unless you had maybe YouTube or Hulu or something. Uh, so at first, I thought that was an utter fail. Uh, but then I'm questioning, well, was it? So Because I know this is a lot of chicken between the uh, broadcast companies and the networks on who's going to flinch first and who's going to pay and who's who's going to pay that much. And so I'm wondering if you had all these ACC games that people wanted to watch. I know my neighbor's a big Clemson fan, but he couldn't watch it because it wasn't anywhere. We have uh, Cox Communications in our neighborhood, and it wasn't on. And lo and behold, uh, what, four days later, ACC Network and Cox Communications signed a deal. So... Maybe it wasn't a fail. Maybe they, uh, you know, purposely did that, and then all these people are calling in, clamoring for the ACC network, and then they realize they have enough subscribers that people will watch. But I, I kind of like it now because now that the uh, Cox has it, I can watch it through the ESPN. App. Yeah, I can. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! I can watch it through the uh, ESPN app, which I could not do. Because Cox didn't really have it. But um, anyway, uh, let's see. What else? Uh, oh, this is a huge one. Conditioning, conditioning, and more conditioning. I'm t- uh, No matter what sport, and I'm talking no matter what sport, that is the key to success. And to have uh, Willie Taggart and Florida State use that as an excuse is just mind-boggling. Like, what did, you, what did you do all summer? Did you not think it was going to be warm uh, in September in Florida? And to use that as an excuse is just, it just shows, it's just lack of coaching, man. They're just not thinking through. I, I don't know, this day and age, I know that conditioning is down. You can't run them as hard because everybody's getting mad. But you got to condition. Uh I don't like seeing these out-of-shape athletes and then they're super tired on game day. It's like, well, you're not working out hard enough. And you're definitely not working out hard enough on the offseason. So let's uh, get back to basics, guys. Uh, even on the NFL. I mean, geez, NFL, did you see that game last night? I didn't, but based on the score and uh, rumors I'm hearing, that game was just a crap show. Uh, offenses were out of sync. And now it's becoming the first four games of the regular season are now the preseason, right? Because everybody sits out of preseason because they don't want to get hurt and they probably like bangs up their contract or whatever. But I think we uh, shift the preseason down to two games, have the starters play, get in the sink. That way when the regular season starts, uh, we can actually watch some good football. Uh, what else do we got? What else we got? A couple of two things before we get to uh, next week's picks. Uh, I won't rag on the SEC because everyone, that's an old argument. You know how I feel. But um, I figure the, the biggest overreaction in week one for me is uh, giving Jonathan Taylor of Wisconsin the Heisman after he ran all over USF. Uh, let's, let's see him get into some Big Ten play uh, before handing out any Heismans. Uh, just like Trevor Lawrence did not ruin his Heisman chances by throwing two picks at G-Tech. Because uh, if you saw that replay, I don't know if his first or second pick, but he realized he made a mistake and he sprinted back 25 yards, makes the tackle, saves the touchdown. And then what happened? 
His defense sees that, gets all fired up, goes on the field, gets an interception. So mistake nullified. To me, uh, that is more Heisman-esque than anything. So don't get me wrong. I thought Taylor did a nice job against a, one of the worst defenses in the country. But we'll see what happens when he actually gets into Big Ten play. Uh, but I like to see the hustle from the young quarterback at Clemson. And I think it's also pretty cool that we get him a whole nother year. So, not that I'm looking forward to uh, Clemson, Alabama again, but we'll see what um, we'll see what happens there. So there we go. I think I've uh, talked to you enough about last week's stuff and uh, some life things, and you probably are saying, "Get to the picks, get to the picks." I got to get to the window because it's already Friday, and I totally understand. Like I said, uh, this week's tough. There's a game tonight, uh, Boise State back on the blue turf, uh, playing Marshall. Uh, a lot of people are on Boise State. I think as a great comeback in the second half by Boise State. Just shows a lack of coaching by Taggart again. Uh, I kind of lean Marshall in the points, just purely an anti-public play. I also uh, really lean um, the under. What do we got? 56 and a half. Um, most of the public's on the over. I think Boise State's going to stop Marshall and probably slow down their attack a little bit uh, just to keep that freshman quarterback confident. But I'm not going to. There's also another game, uh, Wake Forest at Rice. I'm not even going to touch that. Uh, I sort of lean the dog. <clears throat> Rice was looked pretty good against Army, but um, not going to take anything tonight official. But my probably my heaviest lean is probably on the under Boise State uh, 56 and a half and my. Throat is getting scratchy, so let's move on. Uh, so speaking of that Army-Michigan game, I know Michigan didn't uh, come out firing on all cylinders last week against Middle Tennessee. I don't think they even covered. But uh, 22.5 against Army. I never bet Michigan, but I think I'm going to this weekend. Uh, the public is on Army. You know I love going against public dogs. Michigan might be trying out the uh, dual quarterback system which means they will be vying for the starting position going forward, which I'm fine with. Patterson is, you know, I thought he was going to be our saving grace, but he's he's okay. Uh, sounds like this McCaffrey kid's pretty awesome. So Army's not going to be able to stretch the field and uh, wear down the Michigan defense. So I am pretty confident in this pick, and I'm going to lay the 22 against Army. So my first official pick is uh, Michigan minus 22 and a half. Uh, sticking in the Big Ten, we got Purdue goes back home. Jeez, what an epic letdown. Uh, Purdue had that game in hand and a uh, great comeback by Nevada. But I think uh, Purdue is going to talk about some things this week and get it shifted. Uh, Vandy took an uh, ass whooping against Georgia and comes into town. I think uh, the public is again on Vandy. Uh, I love betting against public dogs, so... We're going to stay in the Big Ten, and yeah, I think Purdue bounces back and holds serve, U.S. Open reference, and uh, beats Vandy by more than seven. So second official pick, Purdue minus seven, and being able to take favorites and going anti-public is uh, just fine with me. Uh, well, shoot, we're going to stay in the Big Ten. Looks like it's a Big Ten slate. Uh, Ohio State uh, beat up on FAU last weekend but after the uh, 28 to nothing 
start. Uh, FAU actually won that game 21-17. I don't think their backups were in that early. So I know Cincinnati is uh, looking strong this year. Uh, just beat UCLA, who a lot of turnovers helped that. But uh, Cincinnati getting 16 points. I know it's hard to play in the shoe. Public is all over Ohio State after the FAU drubbing. Uh, I'm going to take the points. So my third Big Ten game bet is not the third Big Ten team. Uh, I'm going to take Cincinnati plus the 16, and I'm just rolling right along. Um, I'm not sure how many games I'm going to pick because i got a lot marked. But um, my first thought was to uh, lean. Let's see. we got South Florida, Georgia Tech. <laughs> I mean, just... I don't know. Oh, we got G Tech minus six. I almost should take G Tech. The public is all over the under. Uh, USF has no defense, so it's almost. I almost see Georgia Tech scoring a lot. I almost want to go the over, but just thought I'd mention that. No pick in that game. Uh, what else we got? Tulsa visiting San Jose State. I don't know why this one popped out of me. I guess because they got waxed by Michigan State. But I love the home dogs. Right, everyone's on Tulsa. Because they think they played Michigan State tough. Uh, San Jose State getting uh, six and a half points and only 34% of the love. Hmm. I might circle back to this one because I don't know. I'm not sure, but I definitely heavy lean on San Jose State. Because uh, I'm, I'm very anti-public this week. I don't have a lot to go on. Um, I just don't know what teams did and didn't do. The next big one, I'm going to pull the trigger. Uh, you got Nebraska visiting Colorado. This is a definitely a rematch from last year. Colorado went into Nebraska and beat them. I uh, thought Colorado looked pretty good against the Rams, scored a lot of points. What's the over-under? 64.5. I think Nebraska should be able to score on Colorado, but, you know, you got that uh, altitude thing. Uh, Nebraska is, what, laying four currently? Everybody's on Nebraska. I'm showing 36% of the public is only on uh, Colorado. Let me look that up real quick because I am I wrote this down many, many times. Yeah, 36% is on, is on uh, Colorado. So you got me a home dog and the public's back in the favorite. Yep, I'm going to pull the trigger. So give me a Colorado plus the four. And I do probably lean the over. I think there's going to be a lot of points. But um, should be a fun matchup, especially with Nebraska looking for the uh, the rematch win. But I think, I think Colorado is going to surprise some people. It's, it's just not that easy. When you have so much public money on certain teams, like I said last week, Vegas wouldn't be standing if it was that easy. Which brings me to the next game. This one caught me off guard. I didn't think I was going to take a side in this, but this is crazy. Uh, one of the marquee matchups this week is AM traveling to Clemson. Clemson favored by 17 points. That is a humongous number. And I would just be absolutely crazy to lay that, right? What? Clemson goes to Texas AM last year and beats them by two points. I don't think Clemson was ready for them. I think they're going to be ready this year, and especially that since they got to play. Uh, G-Tech for the warm-up, I think that helped them. And look, if Vegas is saying 
This opened at 19 and a half. And sure, I could see some mafia money coming in on AM at that number, but it's not coming off the 17. And you got 75% of the public on AM. If it were that easy, we'd all be millionaires. So I just don't think it is. I think they're getting duped. I think uh, I think Clemson's going to surprise some people, and definitely surprise the Clemson backers. And plus, it's uh, you know it's Jimbo Fisher, and we all know I'm not a fan of Jimbo Fisher. So I'm going big. I'm going to take uh, Clemson, and I'm going to lay the 17 points at home because that's a tough place to play. I wish it was it was a night game. This is probably one thing that's helping A and M, but. Uh, Vegas is telling me something here, so I'm going to go against the public. I'm going to go with Vegas and definitely lay those 17 points. Uh, the one on my radar, SDSU with the big 6 nothing win over Weber State. Oh, my Lord. Um, at first, I was like, oh, yeah, you got to take the points against UCLA. But now UCLA is back at home. There's just too much, too much going on. Uh, working against me in the various spots here. So I'm curious about the under. You know, I'm, uh, I think San Diego State does have, still have a good defense. That's what Rocky Long preaches. But I'm going to I'm gonna say lean on the under 45. It's pretty low, but I just, you know, but the Aztec offense is terrible, and the UCLA offense is still trying to work some stuff out. So I'm going to stay away. But definitely uh, lean the under for those reasons. All right, next up. What do we got? Uh, Central Florida FAU. Big number, 67.5. I think this went way over that last year. Only 15% of the people back in the home dog. Everyone saw UCF put a whack in on whatever Goober State last weekend. So I think that's where that all that public money's coming in. Uh, I would lean the dog... Lean the over like everybody else in the world, but um, I'm going to stay away. Uh, do this kind of kind of a research game, right? I think, um, but I definitely lean the home dog there. The next marquee matchup, uh, the night game. I believe it's on ABC. LSU traveling to Texas should be a great game. Holding strong at LSU, given six and a half. Uh, looks like it's flipped. We now have a public dog in Texas, but it's still. 50-50. This one's tough to call. I uh, just... Um, you want to take the home dog, but I think the, a lot of the public's going to take the home dog, so I'm going to sit back and enjoy this one because I think there's a lot more games to uh, make money on and maybe maybe an in-game bet or a second-half bet to see what's going, but that's a tough one to read, so we'll see. Uh, this one's more like Let's just enjoy it and see the Big 12 and SEC go at it and see who comes out on top. Next up, we have Tulane going to Auburn. Auburn with the uh, – was it an epic comeback or was it just an Oregon uh, meltdown? I was very sad in that uh, Oregon had that game in hand. I thought that play call when uh, Bear got hurt, that fourth down play call was not very good. I think that solidified the game had they made that first down, but they didn't. And then all of a sudden, uh, Auburn comes back. Obviously, Oregon was uh, expecting the field goal and forgot to cover for the touchdown, which gave the Auburn fans a huge cover. But um, I think that will motivate Auburn. Uh, what are they laying? 18 points against Tulane at home. Uh 
I'm going to go the over. Uh, I think most of the public's on Auburn, but I like the over. And a lot of the public is on the under. I got 51 and a half, and I think Auburn's going to score a lot. And I, th- I see like a 42 to 10 game. Uh, even if I can get 35-21, if the two-lane cover happens, I'll take that. So I think Auburn's going to score at home, even with their freshman quarterback. So I'm going to go Auburn over. 51 and a half, and I think that 52 mark is uh, easily obtainable. So, what do we got? A few more games on the slate, and then we'll wrap this up. Appreciate you sticking with me. I know it's not my best podcast. I'm coughing and out of breath, and FY, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, uh, let's go. What about, what's up next? What's up next? Oh, yes. Miami of Florida is a favorite uh, visiting North Carolina. North Carolina is a home dog. I love me some home dogs. I love me that the public is on Miami. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Mac Brown coaching again, but you know what? Since uh, Mac Brown returned and beat one of my hated coaches in Will Muschamp last week, I am going to back the old man, and I'm going to take the home dog, so give me North Carolina plus the four. Ah, sorry. Give me North Carolina plus the four. I think Miami's like, I don't know, 0-21 as a visiting favorite. So got that working in my favor. So, yeah, come on, Mac Brown. Let's keep that Mac truck running. Let's uh, keep that goofy dance you had going on in the locker room. Please don't do that again. But, yeah, let's get the uh, – I think there's a money line play there too. I think uh, – I know Florida had two weeks off, but they're not good as a visiting favorite. So let's back the Mac. Oh, can I copyright that? I don't know. All right. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, Are we going uh, nine games? I don't know. I'm curious about the Minnesota-Fresno State game. That would be the last game. Uh, We're going to hit the Pac-12 after dark real quick. California visiting Washington. Washington laying 13.5 points currently. These two teams played each other tough last year in Cal. I think it's going to be another tough match. I think in conference, I like to take the points. Uh, The entire world is on Washington. I think Cal uh, is going to go up there, play them hard again. I think, uh, you know, Washington had their tune-up against, I think, Eastern Washington last week. Handled it fine, but... This is too many points. I think Cal's going to play them tough. Uh, this has, you know, big-time conference implications in the north. So give me Cal plus 13.5. Uh, I think Washington wins, but I don't think they're going to cover the two touchdowns. And sticking with the uh, Pac-12 theme, let's go to the last, literally the last game of the night. Technically, I think it starts uh, Sunday. 12.30 a.m. Eastern. Let's, uh, uh, 12 a.m., so right at midnight. Let's take, uh, let's go to the Beavers visiting Hawaii. That's right, I'm talking about the Beavers. I just ragged on them about a half an hour ago, but uh, I'm thinking huge overreaction. So Hawaii opened at a two-and-a-half point favorite. They're up to six-and-a-half point favorite. I think Arizona is just that bad, and Hawaii is... Not that good. I think they're okay. But Hawaii has no running game. Uh, Oklahoma State does. 
and ran all over the Beavers. And now the Beavers get to travel to Hawaii and get six and a half points. I saw some things I liked in the Beaver offense, and I think that's going to come out. I think they will play much better defense than Arizona did, especially having a game game of film to watch. Uh and then I looked it up, and I was shocked that the public is getting sucked into the Hawaii minus six and a half. So, yeah, I love it. It's, uh, midnight, so what's that? 9 p.m. West Coast? That's awesome. Hopefully we get to watch it. I don't know. I'll have to find on the, the Hawaii YouTube channel. But I'm going to back the Beavers here. I'm going to take the six and a half. I think they win this game outright. Huge overreaction by the public raising this... Uh, this spread up to six and a half. So this is great. This one is like free money. If, if there's such a thing, uh, yeah, take the beavers. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So yeah, after me complaining about there's no games to pick, I've come out with six. No, I'm sorry, six. Can't even do my own math. Uh, nine winners for you this week. Uh, quick recap. We're going to go with Michigan, minus 22 and a half. Purdue, minus seven. Cincinnati plus 16, Colorado plus 4, Clemson minus 17, Auburn over 51.5, North Carolina plus 4, Cal plus 13.5, and and rounding it out with Oregon State plus 6.5. I apologize for not getting these picks up on the website last week. I will get those up plus this week's picks, so you can visit us at thecallstands.com. Email me at thecallstands at gmail.com or hit me on Twitter this weekend at thecallstands15. I'm sure I'll be running around at some youth sporting event, but I will get to see the night games and do my homework and hopefully get back on the air sooner next week. We don't have a Labor Day messing that up. So enjoy your weekend, folks. Thanks for listening. As always, pass player fade. Until next time, the call stands.